I'm Jerry East, and this is my podcast, The COVID-19 Lockdown Account. My mission is to interview 100 everyday people so they can share their story. We'll document their ups, their downs, and the challenges they face every day. These are historical times, and I hope you enjoy. Stay safe. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the COVID-19 lockdown account. Now, the only thing that's different about the last episode you listened to is we are now in lockdown part two. So today I've got Susie with me. Susie is a married mum of three from Buckinghamshire. She's got her own business, which is Wiki Places for Kids. And I'm very much looking forward to this interview. Susie, how are you doing today? I'm good, thank you. Thanks for having me. Oh, absolutely my pleasure. Absolutely my pleasure. So first things first, tell us a little bit about uh, you and your business. So, um, well, I'm a mum of three. I've got a five-year-old, a um, seven-year-old and a two-year-old. Um, and Wiki Places with Kids basically was born out of some boredom during my second uh, pregnancy. Now, I was looking for things to do um, as we was on maternity leave, not pregnant. And um, I was looking at the online resources available for parents, looking for things that were recommended by other people and just felt kind of underwhelmed by what there was available to us. And in my head, I was thinking, do you know what? We kind of need like a trip advisor for parents looking for things to do. And, um, and then I just like, right, that's it. I'm going to build it. I'm going to build one myself. So at that time, I'd had 15 years experience working in the digital um, marketing arena anyway, building big projects and big brands for other people. And I just thought, and I was looking for something for me. And my job had become unviable um, as a mum living in Buckinghamshire, but working in London. And I just wanted that thing for me. So basically, I built the, built the website. And we went live in 2017 um, and it's gradually built um, year on year. And, um, and it's just got amazing traction because everything on there is recommended by another parent. So a business can't get on there unless somebody, a customer has actually recommended it on the site as a wiki place. Um, and which basically means that as a family, you know that whatever you find on there has kind of been pre-verified and vouched for by someone else who's actually been with actual kids who has the same experiences and, and needs as you. Um, which is obviously ever more important now as parents want recommendations from other people to know what's safe and what's safe Oh, 100%, yeah, I think. So that's it, really. Oh, totally, yeah. I, uh, I, feel, I, I definitely feel the pain of where you were at pre-Wiki Kids because it was a bit of a minefield out there, wasn't it? It was, um, you didn't know where to eat. You didn't even know. I've taken my kids to places before and I've had other people on the tables frown at me because I've brought kids and I didn't know, I didn't know that wasn't a place where kids were going to go. I don't know. You know, it's, you know, it's not as if I was going to anywhere strange. I was just going to a cafe and I've, I brought my two girls there and um, there are about three, three people that had a bit of an uproar about it, which was a bit odd. Um, I won't, I won't. Well, that's it. The thing is... <laughs> There are sites out there, there's obviously lots of different sites out there that do a similar thing, but um, the difference with mine, I suppose, the, the main unique point about it is that it's not an exhaustive list. So there are huge sites out there where you'll put in your, your postcode and you'll get something like 400 search results back, which kind of, as a parent who's time poor, that's really unhelpful. 
and the other thing is most of the time it's um it's businesses advertising to parents and when you're looking a parent looking for something that's been recommended by someone else because you're you know especially now more than ever you're short of money you're short of time you don't want to waste your you know your precious family time that you've got so you want something that's word of mouth and that's basically where the site comes into its own um and I've recently uh, changed the site. Well, I've, I've kept the site as it is, but I've um, I've built upon it and created an app, um, which oh. I had to pivot during uh, during the last lockdown and uh, and take it on a slightly new direction, mm -hmm. which is mm -hmm. exciting. So I mean, lockdown part one, we've we've done that. We've 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 been in the trenches for that. So talk to me about your personal experiences. How did you uh, how did you personally have to adapt? What kind of things did you and your family have to go through? Well, lockdown one was pretty difficult um, because the way my business um, is all about attractions and everything, obviously my, the, way, the way I earn money is to support and promote attractions. So when we were hit with the lockdown in March, it, it significantly affected my business. Everybody um, that I was working with closed, put things on hold, didn't discontinued with contracts um, or or you know, didn't start contracts that were in the, in the process of, of starting up. So it was a massive, massive thing. So luckily I have worked in uh, digital marketing for a really long time, as I said, and I have contacts in a network. So I was able to quickly slot back into a freelance world, um, which meant that at the beginning of lockdown, I thankfully, and I do thank the universe for this, um, I was kind of gifted this amazing freelance opportunity, which was six weeks long. Um, and it, it did completely take me away from the family. But at the same time, thankfully, my husband was in a position at that time where he was able to completely muck in. So he spent the first four weeks with the kids. I spent the first four weeks <laughs> upstairs in the spare room, basically stuck up there watching out of the window. Um, but I did find it super tough. But at the same time, I I now, with hindsight, acknowledge that that was a gift um, because I, at the time when the freelance opportunity was given to me, it was two weeks prior to lockdown starting and I literally did everything I could to push that away. I was like, no, that feels like I'm going backwards. I'm not supposed to be doing that. I'm yeah. supposed to be pushing forward with my business. Um, and then um, just through a few things that happened, I decided to take it. And then, you know, lo and behold, um, the world came crashing down around us and my business literally got kind of, taken away in a in a heartbeat um so i found it pretty tough when the freelance job ended because i suddenly just felt really bereft i suppose and really lost um and didn't know what on earth i was going to do with with myself um however i honestly now i and, and at the time do, did see lockdown as as a bit of a gift i mean the fact is that it was just beautiful weather for the majority of the time i am yeah in a fortunate position to have a garden and to um you know to have the outside space that we could you know use utilize and just make the most of um and when i look back at lockdown i do now realize that i was given an opportunity to spend months more with my children that i that most people never have mm. um so obviously nursery stopped school stopped all of those things and yeah the kids were a complete pain in the arse some days and yes some days were a, you know a row and um and my eldest he actually found it really difficult but about 10 weeks into lockdown i fully appreciated how hard my son who was um uh, six at the time was finding it because he's really out going really gregarious he's like a dog that needs to be run you know every single day yeah. and so he finds a school and 
he finds school and all the, uh, the clubs and things that he was doing after school, um, those are essential to him. Those are the essentials, like the social interaction, being busy and being physical. Like I have to fill my day usually um, and my week with clubs and activities and things, mainly just to keep him, you know, yeah. keep him going. Um, because otherwise he gets uh, crazy and then behavior starts to dip. So obviously during lockdown, he had, he was starting to experience some pretty severe behavior issues which i just put down at the time to naughtiness i was like you've got everything you want you know you're being fed every five minutes you were doing this you've got me on tap um blah 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 um but obviously actually mentally it was really affecting him and then that dynamic was really affecting the family because he was kind of cross and angry and basically we've got two other little girls so a five-year-old and a two-year-old and at the moment his way to handle um, attention is to be annoying, be irritating to them, which obviously creates bad attention um, and blah, blah, blah. Anyway, it took about 10 weeks for me to kind of fully appreciate when he had a bit of a breakdown about missing football, missing his friends, missing school, that it was actually affecting him quite a lot. Um, but personally, I, I just, I think I'll always look at lockdown as a as this opportunity, this gift that I was given to spend time with the family and to also kind of ground myself. I spent a lot of time at home, obviously, as we all did, and, and I kind of got a new appreciation for home and mm. what I have and, and a gratitude for everything that we do have here. And although I had to do a lot of uh, kind of soul searching about feeling gutted about my business, kind yeah. of, I literally had no business. But having, having no business, what I actually really mean is I had no revenue because the business actually carried on because I'm a, I've got a, a presence on social media. I'm, you know, in some, in some ways I'm an influencer. Um, but um, so I had to keep going in that way. And I had to pivot um, during lockdown to find a new way of being. So my whole, um, my whole voice is about what to do with kids, like going out, like where to go, blah, blah, all these sorts of things. And obviously we weren't doing that. So I had to pivot in one way and find things to do and give ideas to parents things to do inside so we just changed the content around to you know joint bake-offs with other people and like how to make this and how to make that and that sort of thing but I guess that the, the, for me actually the best thing that happened was um one a full appreciation of how hard it I was going at it before um how busy I was how I wasn't um, allowing any time to breathe or think or any space for mindfulness or anything like that and now I just can't bear to go at the pace that I was going at pre-lockdown and um, and in fact this now, now we're on the second lockdown I, I fully embrace it as the gift that I saw eventually saw the first lockdown as it's mm. um, um it, for me it's an opportunity to stop what I call blue ass flying around yeah. you know flying from here into here going there where, you know even like a lack of social engagements on the weekends and in the evenings that's kind of great it means it actually means for me that I get to do less um and of course like don't get me wrong I don't want for there to be a national a, a, a global pandemic to kind of to get to this sort of appreciation but we are where we are I can't control anything beyond myself so 
I had to have to control the way I, my outlook on the situation. And the best thing um, that came out of the lockdown for my business, the first lockdown, was it gave me the opportunity to stop. I think for a long time, I hadn't really realized, but I had been asking the world to stop and slow down. I almost wanted, you know, the world to stand still for a minute so that I could catch up and regroup. And, um, and eventually I kind of got my wish. And as I said, I didn't want that to be a global pandemic, but I really did get my wish. I got the opportunity to look at what I'd been doing in my business previously and work out what I really didn't like about it. And also that gave me the opportunity to basically, I, I redid all my packages and my costs. And I, I, saw my, I saw my true value at that time as well. Having gone back to the freelance world where I've been paid much better, if I'm completely honest, um, I completely looked at the way I was doing things um, and changed my approach. So I came out of lockdown in a stronger position. But um, the main thing was that I got around to building my app, which was as just this major asset that I have now. So the app for Wiki has always been the natural evolution. It always needed yeah. to be a handheld interactive thing anyway. Because people are just like, we're all surgically attached to our mobiles, aren't we? Um, but so it was always the natural evolution. But during lockdown, I guess I realized that not only did people want to know what was recommended by the parents, but more critically, they wanted to know actually what was open and what safety measures were in place. Mm -hmm. So I rejigged the text slightly, um, and it wasn't exactly a pivot, but just as a, a tweak to it, so that when you download the app, the, um, what will happen is comes December 2nd, 3rd, 4th and 5th, as businesses start to open, they will start toggling themselves as open again. And you'll get a notification on your phone for all businesses within 50 miles of you to say what's opened. So it's a really great tool now. And I'm really proud of it because it's, um, I hopefully believe it's something of real service because it's there to support businesses, the economy and families get back on their feet because it's kind of a community as well that you can go on there. And if there's a business that you love um, and that you want to support that, you know, in this industry, there's a lot of people who are going to be really struggling at the end of this lockdown, especially. Um, you can go onto the app and you can add a business that you love, which means that you'll help them drive footfall to them. So you're supporting, you're kind of like, um, you know, paying it forward. And all you have to do is go on there and write a tiny little review and add a place. But also, for businesses, it's a tool for to communicate to the people that want to hear from them, to be able to say, we're open, we're closed. Um, and at the end of the day, it still is this boutique site that hasn't got an endless list of search results, but it's just got a, a, a small subset, a kind of short list of the best places to go. Um, and it's all now in the palm of your hand. So it's um, we managed to um, have just under 5,000 people download it within the first 10 weeks. So we're now on about 11 or 12 weeks. So, which is awesome. I've obviously got massive goals um, for it. Um, and, you know, and I hope it will continue to grow and, it, and, and continue to be of huge use to people. Um, but I will, I, you know, I won't lie. I did have a, a, a massive uh, crash again last week when, uh, when we were put into lockdown week four now, wasn't it? Um, I'd started to get a, um, a little bit of traction with the business again so it's taken quite some time from things reopening and people finding their feet people coming off of furlough and when I say people I mean like marketing managers and all the people yeah. that I work with on, on an ongoing basis um, the people who basically say yes to me when it comes to contracts and, and working together as partnership so everyone it took a while for everyone to get back on their feet 
um, and back into their businesses. Um, and then it took me a little while to get my confidence back up to start reaching out and asking them to work with me again. Because I, I, I think I put my emotions too much in, you know, with them. And it's like, well, you know, they've had a really hard time. They don't want to be badgered for more, you know, for money. They've, they've been closed for so long. So it took me a long time to get my confidence back up to reach out and say, do you want to work with me? Mm. And then literally, I just started getting some traction. Um, just took on three amazing new clients just before, um, it's about two weeks ago. And then we got stuck back in lockdown. <laughs> so I... And I, hadn't, I suppose I hadn't really seen it coming, um, if I'm completely honest. Maybe that makes me naive, but a tactic that I had had to employ over the last few months is, um, I hate to say this word, but was ignorance. I, like, ignorance is bliss, and it, and it truly is. Um, I, I've had to avoid listening to the news and avoid listening to the detail of this and that, and I found the Trump election quite distressing, so I sort of shut off from that as well. And so in all honesty, I probably didn't know the ins and the outs of, of, it, of the situation in, in, in perfect detail. So when it came to lockdown, I was like, what? Ah! You know, and it freaked me out a bit and, um, and it did send me backwards. I think with, uh, with this one as well, it was so abrupt. Um, and I think, to be honest, um, as a business owner as well, I came away from it. I, I did think that my sector would be going back into a lockdown. I didn't necessarily think we'd go into a full, uh, like a full, like the whole country into a, a national lockdown. But I knew that my sector, the, um, the leisure in, industry, would be going back in um, just because I was paying attention to what they were doing in Europe. But it was so quick. You couldn't have planned for it. Um, you know, the PM went on on a Saturday and I remember I was watching the rugby and I was just glazed over. I don't even remember the score and I'm an avid rugby supporter. I love it. And I remember watching it like I was just a, a robot. And um, yeah, he just came on and bang. I think by Wednesday we were all shut. Um, so no one could have planned for that. And I think when you're, in a, when you're on a course towards a purpose, towards a goal, the best thing to do is to blink yourself because the only thing that anything else can do is react negatively with your, with your path. Um, so I 100% think you did the right thing. I don't think you're ignorant. I think you're blinking towards your goal. Um, it, that, that's in my opinion anyway. And yeah, I, you know, I was 100% with you on that. We, uh, we just launched a new product here at the facility. Uh, we just signed up. I think um, we, we had got to pre-lockdown level. So we'd lost over 250 members during lockdown. Um, we got, uh, I think, 235 members, new members as well. A couple of old ones rejoined. Uh, so we got up to our old levels, which was, you know, the, the team worked harder than they've ever worked in their life. And then, bam, we got hit again. Um, but, you know, you, you've got to just look past that because I think everyone that's going to be focusing on that, that negative hit or focusing on the election, focusing on what everybody else, the panic, uh, they're just going to get caught up in the chaos. And they're not going to go back to their purpose. So I 100% think that you, you know, you definitely focus on the right thing. So talk to us about some of the things that, uh, you know, especially during this lockdown, uh, part two. What do you reckon your main focus is going to be on? So, I, as I said, I do see this four weeks as a bit of a gift. Um, it. As usual, because being a mum, I'm always kind of behind. I'm always late. I've always got way too many things to do on the list. So I am seeing this as an opportunity to kind of regroup again and get myself back on the front foot. Um, 
but actually as well, um, there's something kind of a lot deeper going on for me at the moment. And that is um, when I kind of crashed last week, I did get into this really negative spiral. I, and I completely recognized where I was on Thursday when we went into lockdown. I just really, I just felt so sad for myself and so victim state kind of thing. And um, I, and I, and again, I, and I nearly gave the whole thing up. You know, I hate saying that out loud because I believe in the law of attraction. I believe that, you know, I, don't, I hate speaking negatively about things like that because I, I don't want to perpetuate more. But I did. I just was like, I'm done. Surely this is a sign from the universe that this isn't going to work for me. It's a bit like with your business. You went, you know, you'd got 250 people um, back on board. And it does feel like, my God, like I'm a step forward and step back. And, you know, maybe this is just a sign that this shouldn't be working for me. Anyway, because I'm quite a spiritual person, I was, um, I did, I could hear what I was saying and I was kind of aware of it. Um, and, you know, another thing with ignorance, sometimes ignorance is bliss. And I think if you are kind of a spiritual person, you're aware of um, how the way that you speak to yourself and your own limiting beliefs actually affects your own progress and your success. It's actually harder because when you're being like that, you can get really frustrated with yourself. You're like, oh, no, stop doing like that because you're, you're the one causing this, you know. So, but thankfully, you know, I guess actually, you know, to give myself credit, I did spot it and I, and I decided to straight away do something about it. So I am very much on what I'd call like a spiritual journey right now, a bit of a spiritual, I'm on my spiritual path. I'm trying to um, become very aware of um, my ego, I suppose, being my, the biggest thing blocking my path to my success. So one of the things I'm working on super hard is just to try and clear that ego and um, and I guess beat my own path to to success and and I do know that over the over the last few years it's it's I've just been getting in the way of myself um, and so that's that's kind of the thing I'm working on I'm doing lots of meditation I'm drinking loads of water I'm doing exercise I'm, I'm doing loads of yoga and basically in a way I'm focusing in on me and cleansing myself and kind of purging myself of all this bad stuff. Um, cause I've got this opportunity to do it while also, I guess, moving forward with the business. And it feels sometimes like I'm not moving forward with the business because if I'm not getting a client in or I'm not making that sale or whatever, that doesn't feel like success, but actually it's also recognizing that there is so much success. 5,000 downloads of my app is a massive success. Massive. You know, having a, having, having three platforms that people use on a daily basis even right now during lockdown because they're searching for free ideas or outdoor ideas that's a massive success um and i just need to do a lot more of it i am finding it hard to do this clear the ego thing and i'm doing loads of research into it and trying to figure out what it actually even means because you know we have this idea of ego being something different i think that what e the more ego actually yeah. is um and you know and just and trying to choose a different path and choose you know if I'm hearing myself have negative thoughts it's just like recognizing it and choosing again and choosing to not sweat the small stuff and you know just to see positively and actually you know it's okay to have these huge goals and yes of course I want money and of course I want success and all those things but what do I really really want and really what I want is I want have a roof over my head and the happiness of my, and health of my family and if I can focus just on that and get through every single day and be really grateful for what I have here. I have three amazing, beautiful children, my husband who loves me, a great house and outdoor space. Then, you know, if I can take every single day with the simple stuff like that, then I 
I'll lockdown will be over before I know it and I'll be out getting more clients again. There you go. I love that. I absolutely love that. And I think gratitude is one of the things that will put anyone in a neck from a negative standpoint into a positive one almost almost immediately. In fact, it's, it's, it's been pretty much proven that you cannot be negative and, gra- and grateful at the same time. So the, the brain will not allow that to happen. So practicing gratitude is a, is a, um, a huge part of my routine. Uh, so, I, you know, as someone who's also on a spiritual journey, you know, that, that kind of thing is always, um, is always something I recommend. And, you know, if anyone is out there in, in, in a bit of a negative spot is, is worrying, um, you can get out of your, you can get out of that mindset. Uh, especially if you do need to talk to someone we can get that sorted out so you can always just comment in the show notes about that and we have people that we can we can get you guys to talk to so i really really appreciate you you bringing that up susie now now there is one thing we're going to be moving over to a bit of a close because i'm very mindful of your time and i know that um i i, need, I, I always respect any of my guests time because we are living in a, a very time poor lifestyle at the moment so i'm going to ask you one big question just to close off the uh close off the interview and uh that is if you were to go back in time uh and go back to lockdown one now knowing what you know so the pm is about to come on screen you're about to get told we're going into a national lockdown back in march what kind of advice would you give yourself okay and what kind of things would you get yourself to focus on if you uh, if you could do that okay what well, one bit of advice and what would you get yourself to focus on the massive piece of advice I give myself would be to enjoy every single moment, be present, stop sweating about the future, what it means, what it looks like, stop trying to control everything, just really enjoy every single moment that you've got with your children, with that time, enjoy the sunshine. It didn't, I promise you, you know, it's not going to last forever. In December, you'll be wondering where that, sun, where that sunshine's gone. <laughs> um, and yeah just trust my biggest thing right now is trust and have belief and um you know the universe has got your back it really has so keep going i love that Susie. i've really enjoyed today's uh today's episode um just quickly for our viewers or listeners where can we find you so I'm on Instagram at wikiplacesforkids underscore official, or you can download my app um, on either the Play Store or the App Store, and you just have to search wikikids, W-I-K-I-K-I-D-S. Um, and all my links are in my uh, bios on Facebook and Instagram as well. So um, I'd love to have you please come and join me and share it with your friends. Thank you. <laughs> we will include all links over to um, over to. Susie in our show notes as well as that for uh, wiki places for kids um like i say quickly Susie, don't go anywhere i'm gonna quickly close off this episode so i want to have a little chat with you after but for the rest of you if you have enjoyed this episode please do like comment and share this on your social media keep it kind and we'll get it back we'll get back in touch with you as soon as possible also if you'd like to help me in my gargantuan task of interviewing 100 people during the lockdowns of 2020, please do get in contact as I'd love to have you on the show. Other than that, guys, keep yourself safe, keep yourself positive, and we'll see you in the next session. Much love.